Podcast. I mean, we'll keep reading, but I don't think we need to record it anymore. I like the recording. Why? You don't listen to him. Nobody really listens to him. Multiple people listen to him. <laughs> well, it's really just about us being able to go back and hear ourselves in the future. And then other people discovered it. No, not on this one, sweetheart. So now there are four hundred something. All right. Well, we'll see. Hello, and welcome to Dad Reads, a podcast where a dad—that's me—reads to his son. That's me. While he constantly interrupts. Yep. Chapter 20, The Sim Chamber The Grey Griffins hadn't been able to choose any of their electives. In fact, none of the students at Ironbridge had that privilege. Everything at the academy was based on aptitude, not choice. If a student scored high in math, he or she might be sent to rift geometry. Or if someone was a gifted athlete, there were combat classes. The exams' results determined the future for each of them. While the rest of the Griffins were looking forward to their elective classes, Ernie had been shipped to Sindek Hall. Each afternoon, he had to study alongside the other changelings. On his first day, he met Hale, a petite girl with antenna. Then there was Denton. He looked more like a lion than a 12-year-old boy. Some of the other changelings had gone through various stages of metamorphosis, but most of them seemed normal enough, at least until Ernie got to know them. There was a girl with a frog tongue, another who could walk through walls, and a boy who disappeared whenever he sneezed. If that wasn't enough, Sindak Hall had all the charm of an insane asylum. It was depressingly gray, the grass was rotten, and it seemed to sit under a perpetual cloud. The guards stationed at the doors were supposedly there to keep the uninvited out, but Ernie had a feeling they were more interested in keeping the changelings locked inside. As Ernie went to open the front door, it burst open, A horde of changelings streamed out, nearly running him over. Apparently, they had been awarded some rare time outside Sendek Hall. Watch out, Tweeny, a boy named Adrian Thorne warned. Nicknamed Smoke, he was a changeling who could teleport. You're late, Denton called out as his lion tail accidentally hit Ernie in the back of the head. Where are we going? Ernie asked. It's sim time. Didn't you read the syllabus? The only thing Ernie could read with the only thing Ernie read without coercion was comic books. With a shrug, he followed Denton, hoping that Dean Nipkin wouldn't notice that he was late. The sim chamber was a hyper real Yay, sim chamber. Holographic training room located in the master's wing of the academy. That's where Romulus Wolfhelm A retired Templar military commander used scenario-based battles to mold his students into soldiers. Over the summer, Baron Lundgren had used a similar device to put the Grey Griffins through a series of custom training sessions. 
Ernie knew how frightfully real inside a sim chamber could feel, and he wasn't looking forward to it. Coach Wolfhelm was standing on an observation desk with deck with Dean Nipkin at his side. The room was domed with metal grating on the floor. The walls were clad in iron. The iron was poison to fairies, but it only dampened the powers of the changelings. Ernie made his way to where Denton was standing. Hey, Shannon, on the first day of school, I heard Nipkin talking about a runway. I told you not to call me that. My name is Denton, period, he said. And the kid's name is Stephen. They had never found him, not even a trace. Did you know him? Are you kidding? He was a cryo, a frost elemental changeling, and he sucked at it. A couple of kids had to go to the hospital to get thawed out because of him. How does a kid like that disappear without a trace? A whistle blew, nearly startling Ernie out of his shoes. We're going to start with something simple, Coach Wolfhelm explained. Dodgeball! Piece of cake, Ernie sighed with a relieved smile. Super speed and dodgeball, dodgeball go together like peanut butter and jelly. Coach Wolfhelm smirked. Don't get ahead of yourselves, he warned. When the ball hits you, you'll be paralyzed until the end of the game. Trust me, it's gonna hurt. What if we catch it first? Ernie called out. The person who threw the ball will be paralyzed instead, Coach Wolfhelm explained. The last one standing wins. There was a nervous tension as they waited for the game to begin. Most of the changelings had never been in the sim chamber before, and they didn't know what to expect. In particular, Robert Hernandez looked like he was about to vomit. What's wrong? Ernie asked. I'm a transmuter, Robert explained, staring at his hands. I can turn into just about anything I touch, but if anything is here as a hologram, I don't think it's going to work. Besides, I'm not that good with my power anyway. How long have you been a changeling? Robert shrugged. My whole life, he said. My mom had a bounder theory that could transmute. The doctor said it affected her pregnancy. Have you been a changeling that long? How come you don't look, you, you know? Like me, Denton interjected. Look, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Besides, girls like my fur. Yeah, right, Ernie said, laughing loud enough to get Dean Nipkin's attention. My mom gives me some kind of experimental inhabitor, inhibitor. I guess it works. What about you? I've only been a changeling for a few months, Ernie replied. I got my power from blood transfusion, and now I'm a speedster. Ernie struck a heroic pose. I'm thinking about starting my own superhero team. Maybe we could all team up. I don't know, Denton said. It sounds kind of weird. Robert looked interested, though. But if you're one of the Grey Griffins, why would you want to start a new team with someone like me? Before Ernie could answer, a horn sounded and the atmosphere shimmered. Soon the sim chamber was twisted in a whirlpool of light. An instant later, the changelings were standing in an abandoned city of crumbling concrete and steel. Some just stood there in awe, but didn't, but didn't leap to grab one of the rubber balls that dropped from the sky. In less time than it took to blink, Ernie sped off and scooped one up before taking cover inside of a dumpster. He watched from relative safety as a heavyset boy with thick fingers and narrow eyes grabbed one of the other balls. The boy was looking for his first victim when a puff of smoke exploded over his head. 
Then a rubber ball crashed into his face like a pile driver, paralyzing him on the spot. Smoke, Ernie whispered. By teleporting, smoke could pop in and out before anyone else could react. Ernie's only chance was to sneak up on him, and even with super speed, that wasn't going to be easy. Smoke went on the attack. He zapped into view beneath a broken streetlight. Nearby, a girl with eyes that growed brilliant green spun around just to smoke through the ball at her. His aim was true, but the ball passed right through her. It bounced into the front window of an abandoned delicatessen, shattering the glass. As though it was a normal thing to do, she phased right through the wall to retrieve the ball. Then, like a ghost rising from the grave, she shot up from the street directly behind him. I got you, she shouted. But smoke disappeared through a portal before she could throw the ball. That's when Coach Wilhelm released more rubber balls. In a flurry, five more changelings were knocked out of the game. There were only a few left, and like Ernie, Robert was one of them. Ernie could see the timid boy crouched in the shadows of a doorway across the street. He tried to wave him over, but Robert didn't see him. And then Ernie spotted a girl hovering overhead. Her wings were made of magical energy that looked like stained glass, and her hair was bright pink. But just as Ernie was about to sneak out of his hiding place to nail her with the ball, Smoke opened a portal and hit her. Have a nice nap, Laney, Smoke laughed as he disappeared. Paralyzed, the winged changeling dropped like a rock. Luckily, a giant mattress shimmered into view, softening her landing. Figuring there was safety in numbers, Ernie made a dash to Robert's hiding place. Don't worry, he said as Robert looked nervously at the ball. I'm not going to knock you out. Actually, why don't we team up? When we're the last two left, we can just duel it out like those old cowboy movies that my dad likes. Robert nodded before turning back to look out the doorway. There was a girl with black hair standing out in the open. Her arms were folded as though she was agitated, but even though she was an easy target, nobody had knocked her out of the game yet. What's her deal? Ernie asked. That's Raven Lugosi. Nobody messes with her, not even Smoke. Why? Because she knows everybody's secrets, Robert explained. I don't get it, Ernie said. Does she read minds? Look out, Robert shouted. Ernie turned in time to see Yi Lu racing toward them. He was running from Smoke, who was taking aim at Yi's shoulders. Out of the way, Yi cried. He was a fire elemental, and his body was shrouded in flames. He burst through the doorway and leapt over their heads, knocking Ernie and Robert to the ground. The fire singed Ernie's helmet, but Robert's back smoked as flames erupted across his jacket. Get away! Robert shouted to the others. What's happening? Ernie wanted to help, but the air around Robert already felt like a furnace. I must have absorbed Yi's power, but I can't control it, Robert shouted. I I can't hold myself together. Emergency! Evacuate! came Wolfhelm's voice over the intercom. The holographic world disappeared and the sprinkler system opened up a torrent of water. That's not going to help! Yi shouted as he leapt on top of Robert. I have to suffocate the fire! Smoke rolled from Robert's mouth as his veins lit with volcanic fire. Ernie watched in horror as the flames grew stronger. He wanted to help, but there was nothing he could do. Just as Ernie reached the exit, Robert exploded. What the... What kind of book are we reading? What the heck? Chapter 1, popping in. Oh no, chapter 21, popping I'm so... They got me flustered with the exploding child. What the... What is this? Gravity Falls? 
Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Dad Reads, a podcast where a dad, that's me, reads to his son, that's me, <laughs> in 7th grade now. Oh my god. Uh, and, <laughs> god, we gotta do it over. <laughs>